Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about the variety that you get right here on the CEP Network. The CEP Network has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a great tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all their great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in CEPN in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. It's that time of year again. The nights are getting cooler and fall is here. Cool weather means posting up in your favorite cozy spot with a cup of your favorite coffee, tea, or whiskey. Cool weather also means bonfires, hoodies, and putting your favorite beer or soda in a koozie. Well, we have you covered in all of those areas. Head over to buyjack.com slash CEP and get a hold of a mug, koozie, or hoodie and support Raised on the Radio and look great doing it. In this episode, we talk about Machine Gun Kelly's beef with Slipknot, Point Fest versus Battle at Bush for local St. Louis bands, the latest allegations against John Jones, and so much more. If you'd like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out on the social medias. You can reach us on the Raised on the Radios, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of this show. I am Colt Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoom Lane as usual. What is this stare you got going on right now? I was reading a story. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Uh, well, it's a headline <laughs> from The Guardian. It said, if society valued black women and girls, convicting R. Kelly wouldn't take so long. Anyway, go on. Wow. I was just, I was just reading that headline. Go. Sorry. sorry. If, if, there was ever, the, if there was ever clickbait, I think we just found it. <laughs> ruin the intro to that show with that clickbait. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, we didn't get to cord last weekend. This is kind of the uh, a late recording, I guess, recording on a Wednesday night. However, there was good reason for that. Uh, you went to well, Wisconsin. Is that your family? Your wife's family? Who, no, who, we didn't go see family. Oh, you didn't go see family. Okay. No, we went on an actual vacation um to it's so it was actually it was actually really cool but i don't know who and when this happened who who did it and when it happened but several years ago people got together and said you know what wisconsin needs more of water parks so we went to a resort that was on a golf course that had three indoor water parks giant resort Cool. Multiple bars, restaurants, water par- indoor water parks, indoor kiddie pools for the kids. So we went with another couple who has a son the same age as ours. Um, then it's on a golf course. So for the golfers, you can go play golf. And that's actually a beautiful course. I don't golf. I went one day. I just drank in the golf cart <laughs> and enjoyed the scenery. Uh, but so we went to the Wisconsin Dells or the Dells, Wisconsin, however you say it. Um, it's on Lake Delton in Wisconsin. Um I never knew about the place until we got offered a free trip or at least a free stay um, on the resort 
you know, stayed in like a three bedroom, like nice condo, like not a hotel room, like a, how do you, like a place. how like, do you get offered this free? Our friends, they, they got it from, I guess it's one of their family members timeshare. And he's, he said, Hey, I'm not going to use it this year. Normally this is the time of year I would go. Do you want to go? So, Dope. and then they invited us cause it's a three, it was three bedroom, you know, giant condo. Uh, so we went, spent like almost a, we, we were there five days, nice. but, uh, very, very interesting. Um, I'm not a huge fan of water parks and public pools, but I, I put on a happy face and toughed it out for my, the sake of my one-year-old and my wife and their one-year-old. And, uh, it was fun though, man. I had a good time. It's very interesting. Like I said, I, it's just a weird picture. Like, uh, I've never been to Branson, but I imagine it's what Branson is like. You've never but been with, to Branson? No, dude. Man. No. No. You're missing out, dude. Last weekend was probably the whitest I've ever been in a long time. <laughs> Let me just say that. Um, but it was really cool. I, I'll tell you the coolest thing we did. It was the coolest thing we did. We went to a place called the Grateful Shed. It was a giant indoor food truck park. Cool. It was cool. It was very, very cool. Uh, normal, like at night, uh, we went at during the day for lunch. Um, God, fucking, uh, we went during the day for lunch, but at night they, they have like bands play, they have DJ spin, but it's a giant place and they have multiple food trucks and a huge bar. Uh, they have a giant uh, 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 Greyhound bus that sits on top of the bar. You can go up like it's an actual place you can go up and eat. It was just a really cool place. And the reason that I loved it so much is I went to the taco truck. If you do not know, I am a fish taco aficionado, if you will. Okay. Fucking like love it. fish tacos. I like it. Best fish taco. Best fish tacos I've ever had. Wow. Hands down. So how Hands did, down. How did you find out about this place? You've never been. Have you been to Wisconsin before? That's my first question. I've been to Wisconsin. I've only been to Madison, which is where the the university is. Okay. Uh, that's the only time I've been in Wisconsin. Okay. So you go uh, to this. No, no, I'm sorry. I've been to Milwaukee. I've been to Milwaukee too. I keep forgetting Milwaukee's in Wisconsin for whatever reason. So um, you, so I've been to those two places. So I've never heard of this the, place. You go to this random resort. Well, I get, I call it random, but you never been there. So random resort and you find out about this park. How do you, how do you find out about this? Did you ask people like what's going on around here? Where's a good place to get food or did uh, you Google this or what? I want to say someone looked it up before we even got there Okay, and just brought it up and we went. Okay. The craziest thing was there was like, there's like 10 of these resorts like we were on. But the theme is that they're all resorts that have indoor theme parks or water parks. Huh. It's very weird. <laughs> I, it's a bizarre place. I'm not going to lie, but I had a good time. But that food truck place was one of my favorite things we did because of those fish tacos. And I know that sounds silly, but. I've, I've heard of the Wisconsin Dells, but I never knew what it was. And I really I didn't either. You said it's on it's on a lake, Lake Delton or something. It's the city, yeah. So Lake Delton is essentially the city, and there's so like the golf course sits on this lake. Okay. So like the day that I went, it was just the we played. They played nine. It was a quick nine, but if you do the eighteen, you actually golf on the lake. Gotcha. I guess. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, so I yeah, I don't know. We also went to a very interesting place. It was a deer park. And I don't know if you saw videos that either my wife posted or maybe I posted one. I don't know if I did or not. But you essentially walk in and deer just walk up to you because you have food. And they'll just like follow you around. 
Is that kind of like a Lone Elk Park? Have you ever been there to the, that place? I know what you're talking about, but I've never been there, so maybe. Okay. Uh, however, I would not want an elk walking up to me. That's scary. Well, I think you stay in your car mostly. Like you. No, you get out. You walk. I mean, these deer will just come up to. I mean, I'll, cool. I'll send you video after we're done. But it's you know variety of different deer from you know here obviously Europe, Australia, wow. and they had like they had elk which were caged. <laughs> Thank God, uh, lemurs. You know, all kinds of shit. Are you sure this wasn't a zoo? It was not it a zoo. It was like a zoo. <laughs> I mean, well, for the animals that needed to be caged, I guess, sure, it's a zoo. Okay. But the deer were just out in the open, just okay. walking amongst us. Anyway, uh, so it was fun. It was fun. Um, hey, uh, you know what I just realized? You didn't ever hit yeah. record on the video. Fuck. <laughs> Are we going to start the whole thing over? No. No, we're good. Damn it. <laughs> it's all good. Fuck. <laughs> start over <laughs> no we're not gonna start this whole thing over well just, you'll just start the video there it's all good and go um so yeah wisconsin dells that's where i was on vacation um fun it was fun it's like i said interesting weird never heard of it one okay, of the widest so, things i've done so, in a while. Out, so outside of being offered that as a vacation would you ever think of going to wisconsin for a vacation no 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 I was, it was, it just, I don't know why I've never, I've never talked to you about Wisconsin, but I, I just felt like when you told me, Hey, I'm headed to Wisconsin and it was, it was just vague. Like, uh, I thought I told you I'm going to Wisconsin and that was about like it. And then I just seen pictures on Instagram and I'm like, what is happening right now? I, I didn't know. Yeah. So, well, look, it was only a six and a half hour drive. Um, but here's the thing I forgot about driving through Illinois is one of the worst times ever it's so boring absolutely it's so fucking boring but mm -hmm. as soon as you get into wisconsin now you see rolling hills and like beautiful green and like not just corn and wheat um so wisconsin's a nice place but no i would never go i mean this place sure i, I would go back but no i mean like i said if i if somebody was like hey i have tickets to a football game in madison i would most certainly go madison's a cool town um but you know it's a college town it's the it's the progressive hipster liberal part of wisconsin gotcha uh i have no desire to go back to milwaukee ever so how ever how how was a six and a half hour drive with a one-year-old it's fine he was good awesome yeah he did fine he did fine the way back not so much but the way there he was fine see we're we are I lucked out we are uh debating on planning a trip in january and our kid will be what? So he's born in August, so he'll be like six months old at that at that time. Uh, planning a trip to Florida and driving, so it could be interesting. And the reason being, and it was off it's of take your, you three days to get there. It was off of your idea actually, because you told me about how what you did when you went to Kansas City for the Beartooth show, how your parents yep. came along. Well, my yep. parents are retired, so we're thinking about doing the same thing. We're going to a wedding. And so we're thinking about just driving down and, but taking a few extra days and then getting like an Airbnb or something down there on a, uh, on a beach and hanging out, do the wedding one day and then, you know, hang out for a couple more days and then come home. And then my parents can watch the kid while we're doing the wedding stuff. Sure. Thank you. And getting there is going to be the worst part. Getting there will yeah. be the worst part, but dude, I, I can't talk myself into flying. 
with a, I, I can't be that guy. Oh, who's I would. Got a, 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 <coughs> no, I'm not even talking about like the COVID stuff that going on going on or anything like that. I'm just talking about. I don't want to be the guy who's got a crying baby on a plane. I can't. I wouldn't I, take a six I month old on a plane. Period. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, we we drove to uh, Tennessee when he when ours was six months old. Oh, that's right. You went to the uh, Smokies, right? Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, he did okay. We, we had missed- to stop every hour, hour and a half, probably, just to change him and make him feel like I don't know. I can only imagine what goes through their brains, but we kind of cheated this time. We have a we he has his own <laughs> iPad. Don't get me started, but uh, Jesus, we strapped it up to the seat, put on his favorite show, and he was chilling for quite some time. Which uh, I mean, I, I guess that's not no that's no different than having like a a, a screen in the headrest, like a lot of vehicles do. Van, it's not, like but that. it doesn't necessarily mean I like the fact that we did that, but. <laughs> I mean, if it's, I don't know, if it fits in a car, I guess, and it keeps them content on like a long drive like that, I guess it would be okay. I don't know about like just driving through St. Louis. I probably wouldn't do it, but. No, no, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Road trip. Sure. Yeah. But then again, what are they really seeing inside your vehicle? Nothing. I mean, he looks out the window. Yeah. But I don't know. Some people, some people on TikTok might think I have a one-year-old's brain, but I don't know what a one-year-old thinks of. I don't, I don't know. Man, tic- TikTok. TikTokers, dude, they are. Uh, fuck them. They're... Fuck that fucking whole platform. Fuck them, and fuck the people that comment on videos on that stupid thing. Go on. Yeah. What were you saying? I just uh, the a couple of videos that we've put out. We just get interesting comments on there. No, not interesting. Some some people that uh, kind of agree with us, and then most people that are calling us fuckheads and things like that because of the content that we put out. So whatever. Because they don't actually pay attention to what's being said. Yeah, pretty much. Explain. Explain the last video. So the last video you put out was about Joe Rogan, and the where you you made a clip to put on TikTok that said was talking about uh, how Joe Rogan all the time says like there's there's a study out there and you don't agree with him doing that because he at least gives several studies and then tell us what the study was. Well, a, a lot of people jumped on that and was like it's the Israel study. It's the Israel study. It's in Did they, he say that? Who? R- Rogan? No. I'm just saying no. I'm just saying that they're calling us morons when you're making a valid point. My point was was not about the study. See, that's what these f- fucking morons don't understand. <laughs> My point isn't about the study. First of all, if he was referring to the Israel study, I don't care about some study that was done on 70 people in Israel. I live in the United States of America, okay? <laughs> I don't care. It was a controlled study made to get made designed to make people like that talk and spread information on the internet. That's what it's designed to do. Mm-hmm. Regardless of that, my point was that when he says, oh, there's a study out there that says uh, there's a 6 to 13% likely more chance that if you have the antibodies, it's more effective than the vaccine. Cool, Joe. Well, you have a giant platform and millions of listeners want to say what the study was. Right. That's all. Now, the reason that I say that is, is I'm not like all these other idiots that run to the computer to fact check Joe Rogan. I feel as a media personality, which he is now, he may not think that, but he is. 
as a media person, media personality, he needs to be more media literate or at least explain that we need to be when he's talking about these things because he hasn't, but whatever that my, my point was about how he said it and didn't really say what it was. Now, some people have said that he did say it later on in that show. I didn't even listen to the full clip because I don't care, but <clears throat> whatever. Fuck TikTok. <laughs> Fucking we, our video got pulled because I said masturbation. Meanwhile, meanwhile, in my, in the feed for our raised on the radio page, I don't have my own TikTok in our feed. Up comes a video of a girl who was all of 15, maybe, maybe 15. Some dude pours Mountain Dew Code Red all over her head. She's wearing a white tank top. Areolas and nipples galore. Tits on a fucking child on that platform. That video doesn't get pulled. In fact, it has millions of likes. <laughs> what a... Okay. But I said masturbate. Did, did, they, video got pulled. did they tell you that like what did you what did you get did you get a, a warning or a, a, a some kind of a message from tiktok got a message saying it was against their community guidelines did it give you the word that that was used no, no. but i can what else did what else did we say i don't remember the clip i said masturbate and tit flick either one is unjustifiably wrong right for them to pull the video down. Because right. again, the entire platform is made up of girls shaking their pussies and their tits and their ass on camera. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. And dudes jack off to it. Right. So technically speaking, TikTok is the new USA up all night. <laughs> well, let, let me ask you this. and It's kind of random, but it goes with the TikTok thing. So you sent me a message the other day and you said that the more you listen to Ryan Sickler's podcast, the more you like him. Is that what you're, have you been listening to the Honeydew a lot? Is that what you're talking about uh, or is it something else? No. Well, is there something else he does? I don't, I don't think so. That's all, that's what I'm curious about. Oh no. I mean, yeah, just clips of whatever that, that podcast come up and I'll watch them. And... So it's just clips. <laughs> have you listened to any full episodes or anything? No, man. I, I have a hard time making it through full podcast episodes now. Gotcha. Okay. I don't know what it is. It's not, and I'm not, I'm not saying that to be cool and yeah. like, but I just do. I don't know. I don't know where my attention span has gone. Um, like I was recommended a podcast recently and I tried and it was a, it was a, it was a, uh, like a murder mystery podcast, which I've never done before. And I was like, well, I'll try it. And yeah, I just, I don't know. Maybe Joe Rogan ruined it for me. Um, he ruined all podcasts. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm going to put that on TikTok and people are going to take that out of context. I'm like, fuck this guy. <laughs> um, like, yeah, they're going to hate you. Well, the, the reason why I ask is because I, when you said that, I realized I haven't listened to Ryan Sickler in quite a while. So I started downloading some of the episodes again and going back through and just kind of listening to some of the guys that I really like, like Andrew Santino and Anthony Jeselnik and some other guys like that. And Anthony Jeselnik kind of talked about when they were talking about comedy, kind of talked about TikTok and stuff and said that he would never do anything on TikTok. And just because... What was his reasoning? He didn't really give one. It just basically like that's just not his... What his style of comedy like doesn't really work with TikTok that well, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, well, he's not 16. Right. The, the 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 interesting thing to me about this is is like and i've i've made it a point now where after that video and after those comments like i'm not i, I wasn't paying attention before 
But now I'm really not going to pay attention because if you look at the people who comment, they don't post any videos. They don't follow anyone, really. They don't have any followers. They just get on there to fucking stir up shit. Mm-hmm. And this isn't anything new. I don't even know why I'm even saying this out loud right now. I sound, I sound like a bigger idiot than they are. I can't, by, by, I, I can't believe that you actually get in there and reply. I know it's it's see, I know it can be see, fun. Now here's the thing. I know it can be fun and I know you don't say a whole lot. You just are kind of condescending towards whatever they say Correct. back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like I'm I'm like arguing with these fuckers. No, no, no. I a lot of times I just go thanks smooches or I'll do something like that. Like I don't even like it's not a real reply. Yeah. Oh, but this one guy, man, God, he just fucking rubbed me the wrong. I don't know what it was. He might have caught me at the wrong time of that day. But, dude, he rubbed me the fucking wrong way. And I was like, <laughs> all right, dude. All right. And, you know, it was just one of those things like, hey, bro, you're commenting on our video. Did you ever stop to think about that? Like, you're calling us losers for creating content. Yes, we're talking about another person's podcast. But we're the one. we're the ones putting the video out. You're just simply jumping on this stupid platform to comment on it. How do you have any more of a life than we do? Whatever he said, like, you must have no issues in your life or whatever. And I was like, you're commenting on a TikTok post. Right. And he goes, well, it only took me 30 seconds to to comment on your video, but it took you however long to make your video. And I go, well, we stole 30 seconds from your life, so we win. (laughs) You and still like, you still watched our video, <laughs> I, and I was like, so we win, and, he, and I think is the response was like, well, that must be your greatest accomplishment since getting your GED. So then my response to that was, well, it must be your high level of education that taught you to misunderstand context and nuance, and he didn't respond. Odds are he doesn't know what the word nuance means. <laughs> He's looking up in a dictionary. So. Yeah, but now I'm just going to, you know, it's going to be like a, a heart emoji or whatever. I don't care. It, it's so, it, we it are, makes we, me. We are, we are literally only doing it just because it's a platform to put content out on that people use. But for whatever reason, it's that platform that our videos rub people the wrong way. We never really get shit on any other platform. Right. Bars like comments go. Right. It's weird. Isn't it, is that bizarre to you? I'm not on Facebook, so I don't even see the Facebook post. Do we get comments on our Facebook videos like that? Not really. No, I, I just, I don't know. I think it's just the plat. I, I think there's, I don't want to say there's more people on the platform. It's just because it's the newest thing, right? I guess, yeah. And it's people just out there. But, but shit, who uses the, any time of their life to use, like, even even if you have an hour free in your day, who uses that hour to go on TikTok and find something to be mad about and start mouthing people. Why? I don't, I don't, I don't, it's bizarre. How do you do? It's bizarre. I, I don't have an hour to, to use. I, I don't have five minutes to use. Most of the time I have TikTok on my phone and that's only because of the podcast. And I will get a notification saying that there's a video you might want to watch or something like that. I will literally turn TikTok on just for the notification to go away, because I can't. Yeah. I hate. I hate notifications on my phone. I can't stand it. If if it's there's a, there's a one beside my Facebook app or my Instagram app or anything, it drives me insane. Yeah, I. The bizarre thing about it is, is like, none of these people stop to think that who benefits the most from their comments. It's us. 
Right. So it gets us attention. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, either way. Um, how did we even get it on TikTok? I don't even remember. Uh, I know I extended it out with the whole Brian Sickler thing and Anthony Jesnick. Oh, yeah. Well, I, dude, I just think he like he is a really good uh, – he's a really good listener. You know? When he has someone on their podcast, he just yeah. lets them go. Yeah. You know? And other than laugh – you know what I mean? Yeah. And kind of insert funny replies that are not even replies like opinions, just questions. Like, right. I think he's just a really good listener and it makes for a really good listen as far as the podcast goes. Like, right. he'll ha- like I haven't heard, I didn't know Anthony Jeselnik was on it. So I, I need to check that out. I listen because I am an Anthony Jeselnik fan too. But, um, they're, they're only like, most of them are only like an hour long. I listen to, that's uh, probably the best thing ever about it. Like, that, it really that's is. the best thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I, I listened, so just today I listened to Andrew Santino, I listened to Anthony Jeselnik, uh, I listened, to, those were full episodes, and then uh, I listened to the Steve-O episode, which was pretty recently, and then I tried to listen to Tom Arnold, and I couldn't do it. I did not know Tom Arnold was on it. I couldn't do it. These must be newer ones, so I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm just, ca- I'm catching up then, because I, the last one I watched was probably... <sighs> Tim Dillon, Tim Dillon, and then I watched the Santino one, whichever one he was on, and then maybe Chris DiStefano. Okay. Uh, which again, I, I just think it, it's entertaining if anyone's telling a story and they let make Ryan Sickler lose his shit and go into that laugh. I mean, that's you know Joey Diaz is one of my favorite episodes of his. Oh, he's got yeah, he's got like five on there. Yeah, I mean it's just nonstop Sickler laughing at Joey. It, it, you know. Yeah. Um, eh, but whatever. Um, how did that get us to TikTok? Oh, because Jeselnik was talking about not using oh, TikTok yeah. for comedy and stuff like that. Yeah, because he's not sixteen. <laughs> we probably shouldn't be on TikTok, but whatever. <laughs> it's 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 creating controversy, I guess. I don't know. Our two biggest videos are a video about Mighty Ducks. Well, not even Mighty Ducks. I thought Charlie Conway was a bitch. Yeah. Did I say that? What did I? I don't even remember what I said in the video. I don't, I don't remember. But that's our biggest video, I think. Which is insane. Yeah. And then Joe Rogan. Or is there one bigger than that one? I would have to look. I'm not sure. Yeah. But it's bizarre. It's odd to me that like the, those sort of drove comments. Do you remember? So like, but we just don't get that on Instagram. And I'm trying to think about, okay, did people ever really comment like this on Instagram? You know, I know people comment on Instagram, but is it in, these are just droves and droves of fucking, it's just a shit storm of angry, just fucking, just like, do you remember we posted a video that I was doing the Stephen A, the Stephen A Smith impersonation. Uh I think that's our biggest video on Instagram. Pretty sure of any of the clips we posted. Okay. Zero comments. It's been viewed, you know, however over a thousand times. I want to say. What about? Let me ask you this. Where does the? Uh, so you know, like when we lately when we've been we've been posting. Immediately, the second after it's posted, you get like four comments about promote. I don't know. Pro, promote it on something. Where does yeah, that yeah. come from? I don't. It's again. It's their community guidelines to fucking spam your posts. Fuck them. I always just go, you promote it. Right. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. Fuck you. Yeah. I don't even, I'm, not, I'm probably not 
replying to anyone. It's just a bot or a uh-huh. fun, whatever. It, um, it's funny when other people get involved too. Like I've seen a couple people come to our defense, like, no, 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 you do it. <laughs> or, or you should stop that. Or like something like, okay. Um, not to us, to the, whatever, whoever's commenting. Right. But it's a, it's a little bit weird. Cause some of those they'll like, like the video first. And then that message will come hours later, which is a little bit weird to me, but mm-hmm. what can you do? I don't know. What can you do? There, I mean, um, I, know, I know there's a lot of people out there that do a lot of research on exactly how to work with the algorithms of each of each thing. But dude, I have a friend of mine or a, uh, a friend of the CEP, Matt Bosler. He was on our show at one point. He does nothing but nipple videos, and it's a really he does imp- what he does nothing but nipple videos. And I would have okay. you'll have to show you some of these. They're actually really impressive. He's very please good. show me please explain to me what that means because <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking uh, about, dude. He he like he has this one video where um, like he can add so many effects into his videos and stuff. Where like he has a cup and he like squeezes nipple and it'll like squirt stuff into the cup and hold stuff on. like that. It's it's crazy. Hold on, I'm listening. I thought this was like a video technique or like some sort no. of. <laughs> this is just all weird stuff with nipples. But he gets mil- he gets millions of views, millions of likes on TikTok. And I asked him if he can explain to me the algorithm, and he said, "I have no idea." Oh, dude, that video of that fucking child pouring Mountain Dew Code Red all over her tits—ten million views, right. whatever it was. It's insane. But 10 million views and, you know, 2 million likes or I don't know. I, I don't want to know how it works, dude. It's probably some fucking dark underworld fucking gross shit that we don't want to know about. I mean, probably. I'm sure it's linked to something. It's it. While we're on the subject, because we we're talking about comedians. I, so I, something interesting was told to me today. I got to be careful of how I tell this story. I can't. So I had a friend. Okay. I had a friend tell me that he met a a girl who they were talking about stand-up comedy. Just, uh, and I don't want to say how they got into it because that's what I don't want people to know about the story. But so they were talking about stand-up comedy and they were just going over, oh, I like this person and this person. And the girl was like, oh, I like Nate Bargatze. He goes, oh my God, that's, he's probably my favorite stand-up comedian right now. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah. She goes, I'm a stand-up comedian. Right? In the middle of him saying Nate's my my favorite. Like, she goes, oh, I'm a stand-up comedian, too. And, he goes, and, and so now he's being nice. He's like, oh, really? Like, where have you played? Where can I go see you? Right? Mm-hmm. And she's kind of, like, blowing off that question. Right? Kind of, like, finding a way to not answer it. And then so as he's starting to get uncomfortable in the conversation he just said again like hey you should really tell me you know let before you leave let me know where you're going to do stand-up next and maybe i'll come see maybe my wife and i will come see you and so she looks at him and she goes well i don't really do stand-up anymore because of my anxiety and he goes what she goes well i can't get on stage because of my anxiety he kind of looked at her and his head he goes well then you're not a stand-up comedian right Mm -hmm. um and th- th- I swear to God, this is all going to come together. I, this is going to be a long thing, but let me just try to get there. I, it's, I know my brain. I'm, fo- is, I'm following. I'm following. You're with me so far. Least. So he goes, well, you're not in his brain. He's like, well, you're not really a stand-up comedian. And as he's telling me this today, I go, she doesn't do stand-up. 
He goes, well, of course not. But I didn't say that to her. And then he goes, after he said that, she goes, yeah, my, she goes, my husband and I, we follow Nate Bargatze around the country. Meaning we go to all of his shows. We just, wherever he tours, we go. And then he goes, well, you're like a deadhead. You're not. Yeah. He goes, I don't know that you've ever, he goes, just because you go, <laughs> he's thinking this all in his head. It's like, just because you go see a guy do stand up, like he thinks she's like delusional to the fact that like she's seen it so many times that she does it now. Right. Wow. She's just a part of the world now. And so he was like, God, that girl was cuckoo. And I was like, it sounds like it, but it made me think about something. And I didn't even get a chance to say this to him because he was in a hurry to do something else. But so <laughs> I've been, uh, I've been taking melatonin lately to help me sleep better for whatever reason. I haven't been sleeping well lately. I used to take it quite a bit, but dude, it gives me insane dreams. Do you take melatonin? I have in the past, but it doesn't really work well for me. Did you have insane dreams? I don't think so. Okay. I've had other people verify that it does for them. So maybe this is again, just my fucked up head, but I swear to God last night on took melatonin before I went to bed last night. I had a dream, a vivid, vivid reenactment of a party I was at like years and years and years ago. So we used to go to this house. These three girls lived at this house. It was called the party house or the scene house or whatever it was. And, uh, you know, all the bands we hung out with, all the bands we played with, everybody would go. If there was a party there, we would go. And I just, I had in this dream, I just relived the night that actually happened. Like I just relived it. But what happened was, is there was this, there was these, this group of guys that called themselves a band. Now, we did verify that they owned instruments. We did verify that they had a practice space, but we never saw them play a show, ever. But they always hung out at the band at the party house, would always go to shows. We never saw these fuckers take the stage once. So at this party, they got into a fight with a bunch of people and got their asses kicked, and we never saw them again. Right? So these guys, we just always thought they were posing as a band. We just never really thought they were, but they created uh, a MySpace page. They created back in the day. This is going way back. STL Punk page. They created a page, and they even posted a song. But we were we weren't convinced that it was their song. We think they just took some. <laughs> anyway, I swear to God, I swear to God. So like, I had this dream last night, and then he comes over today to pick something up from me, and he tells me the story, and I'm just thinking in my brain like. Maybe melatonin's more than just a drug to help you sleep. Maybe it like I sort of got I'm, I'm like I had to think to myself, am I still tripping on melatonin? How did I have this dream? <laughs> it's essentially the same kind of story where you have a group of someone who's posing to be something that they're not. Right. And then now you're telling like, what is the coincidence of that? Right. The timing is just it's impeccable. Like, how does that even and then it just started making me, it started just making me, well, after I realized like, Jesus Christ, that was last night. And he just told me this today. I mean, that's only like 12 hours apart or whatever it was, not even 12 hours, maybe 10. And uh, so it just started making me relive moments at that party house. That's crazy. And it's just, it was, um, and then it made me think about there was this post on Twitter the other day, uh, someone found, or maybe Kid Cudi posted it. Or maybe someone found it, but his original MySpace bio, Kid Cuddy's. Uh-huh. So this is, you know, 
back when MySpace was MySpace. Uh-huh. And one of my friends sent me, you know, shared it with me on Twitter. And I was like, that's exactly this. It's pretty much the same bio as mine, except his is more about space and mine was more emo. But everything we were talking about, like doing this and music and want to meet this to and girls, like it's the same fucking thing. And it just, again, made me sort of relive party memories, which is very bizarre at my age to do that. But it's the melatonin. I blame that. (laughs) It really didn't make you dream, huh? Not really. Dude, for some reason, I'm weird. Like when it comes to taking stuff that to help me sleep, my body has an opposite reaction, I swear. When I take something to help me sleep, I stay awake. Well, yeah. I can see how you think that. Like, it doesn't make me fall asleep, but once I am asleep, yeah, mel- I'm, melato- fucking, yeah, I'm mel- sleeping well. Melatonin is not supposed to make you fall asleep. It's just right. supposed to help you get into get more REM sleep when you are asleep. Oh, dude, I go hard. I go deep, <laughs> dude. Deep. Do you do, deep do, you, do you do pill form or like a liquid form? Uh, I switched it up, but right now I'm on pill form. Okay. But, um, yeah, one of the other ones... Monday night, just had a dream, like fucking out of nowhere, had a dream about, uh, was fucking, went to a fucking grade school reunion and, uh, someone tried to take everyone hostage, Jesus. right? And it was up to me to save them. <laughs> Very weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Eventually, I'm going to keep doing it because eventually one of these is going to lead to like a screenplay <laughs> or a book or something. I feel. So I'm going to keep taking the shit. I don't know. But I just thought it was so weird that he told me that. You know what we missed last night? We missed? Yeah. We missed our homie Machine Gun Kelly here in the Lou. Oh, that was last night? Yeah. Really? I saw people post videos. It sounded pretty good, actually. Really? Yeah. He's dude, it's it's really hard to be a fan of his these days. Just for because, me anyway. Just because of his uh what he's doing in public. Yeah, like you know he's in a fucking a, he's got a beef with Slipknot. Dude, have you listened to um what's the band called? Vent no. I can't remember what the band have you Corey Taylor's son has a band. Oh Jesus. With, I think it's Clown's son also. I can't remember what their name is. I want to say either the song was called Vended or the band's called Vended. And dude, it sounds exactly like Corey Taylor. Vended featuring Corey Taylor and Clown's kids. Vended. Oh, wait. Vended. Wait, hang on. What? Did you say featuring Corey Taylor and Clown's kids? No, Corey Taylor. Yeah. Vended featuring Corey Taylor and Sean Crahan's sons. So it is Corey Taylor that's singing the song? No. It's their kids. But you said it's Corey, it's... Ended featuring Corey Taylor's and Sean... Listen to how I'm saying. Oh, I see. You're adding an S, and I didn't hear the S. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Ah! Um, Yeah, they wear makeup, of course. You should listen to the song. It sounds exactly like Slipknot. Is it good? I'm, do you like Slipknot? Um, some. Then I would say yes. That name is terrible. I don't even know what that means. 
What does the word vended mean? Uh, to be for sale. Interesting. So like from a vending machine. Oh, okay. Huh. Like it's vended. It was a vended product. Gotcha. Yeah. That's huh. a terrible band name. <laughs> um, it's like it's awful. Griffin Taylor, son of Stone Sour Slipknot vocalist Corey Taylor, and Simon Crahan, son of Slipknot percussionist backing vocalist Sean Clown Crahan, have announced a headlining show in Des Moines, Iowa. That was in March. How old are these kids? I don't know. Good question. So I actually went to point. Hold on. What? Hold on. What? 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 Their Facebook. Their Facebook headline is local Iowa band looking to destroy and dominate this world with their heavy and melodic music. <laughs> I, that name is really bugging me. I will, I will definitely check them out. I mean, I, I, I like Slipknot. I don't like all Slipknot. I definitely, I think the first record's one of the more important records of the last however many years, but, uh, yeah. Oh, they're playing. They're playing with. Oh, not fest. Well, That's that, on November fifth. That, that makes sense. In Los Angeles, Slipknot, Bring Me the Horizon, Killswitch Engage, Fever Three Three Three, Crone Orange, Vended, and Cherry Bombs. That's actually a really good lineup. I would go to that. I thought Not Fest was bigger than that. I thought it was a bigger festival. I don't think so. Maybe, maybe back in the day, Fever Three Three Three. Have you listened to them? Yes. Do you like them? I don't remember. Jesus Christ. If I'm being honest. They're really cool. Really so, good, like, energetic live show. I uh, I actually went to Point Fest. Did I tell you this? <coughs> Say that again. I actually went to Point Fest. Did I tell you that? Yeah, so tell what happened. So apparently on side stage, they were having technical difficulties. Shocking. Uh, yeah. And never happened before. So that, so it started late and the first band, uh, their name was John Harvey, which was actually really good. Okay. What do they sound like? Uh, you'd have to look it up. I mean, okay. they're, they're pop, they're, I guess, poppier, I guess you would consider it. He's out of Nashville and he's only got a few singles out. Uh, but anyways, so halfway through his show. Now, why are you saying he? Are they a band or is it one guy? Well, I guess I, I don't know. I don't know what he's. Oh. I don't know what he's considered. I don't know if he just got a few guys together for Point Fest or or what. That annoys me. Okay. I'm seeing nothing on YouTube. John Harvey. Yep, John Harvey. How do you spell it? J O H N. Did you just tell me how to spell John? I think it's regular John Harvey. Hang on. I I. I downloaded All right, I'll look them up later. Go on. Sorry. Give me just a second here. It's cool. Keep it going. Keep going. I'll find it. Uh, so anyways, halfway through his set, the sound went out completely. Okay. And I don't think they regained it. So let me ask you this. In that scenario, what do you do? If you're, if you're halfway through your set, and all of a sudden your sound goes out, it doesn't look like the sound's coming back, or you maybe think the sound's going to come back possibly, but you got to do something to fill in the time. What do you do? The microphone's not working either? Nope, nothing is. Um, you 
make someone in your crew run up on stage and throw out merch. Interesting. If that was not already in the plans. Interesting. If that's not an option, you leave the stage. Okay. So that is but not what happened. In you don't no long. You leave the stage in a good way. You don't throw a temper tantrum. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why? What, what did they do? <laughs> or what did this guy do? So this guy decided to try to bring everybody as close as he could to go ahead and continue to sing his songs with nothing behind him. No microphone, no anything. Ah, which is so cool, took- which is cool to the 30 people that can hear him. But outside of that, you can't hear anything. So my thought process, and I want to ask you as a musician, if you think this is a dumb idea in that instance, if you're somebody who's not well known, should you pull out a cover song that everybody in the crowd would know to try to get the crowd involved to where everybody's singing at one time? And we're still talking about he has no microphone. He's just doing this acapella. Yes. Yeah. Probably a good idea. Yes. It is a good idea. Cool. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. I had a good idea. Then. <laughs> no, definitely a good idea. In the moment, though, probably not easy to think of. Now the question is, what song would you do? Yeah, that's hard. I don't. I'm not sure, especially because you, you don't. I guess yeah. You'd have to appeal to the crowd, and you don't. You don't really know what the crowd wants i guess you you could definitely do a queen song yeah true you could definitely do one of the popular queen songs uh you could do uh we built this city could do that one you could do man i would do a backstreet boys song really yeah, I would try to make everyone feel uncomfortable, but that's just me being <laughs> me. That's a, um, yeah, I would definitely, I would pull, I would, you know, like voice to men or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Harvey Bleach. What's this song about? My name is John Harvey. Thank you again. This is my first single, Bleach. He's laying on the floor. I already do not like him. I can't. Sorry, John. I'll that listen sounded, to you later. That sounded like Machine Gun Kelly, didn't it? Kind of earlier. I mean, I swear it wasn't. It was John Harvey. I know, I know it was. So let me ask you this: I, I live from Nashville. I think I had told you that uh, what had happened was so across the board, the technical issues were happening, and it yeah. got to where they didn't get it fixed until they had to cut one of the local bands who had won Road to Point Fest. Now, why? I don't know. Just because they ran out of time. Yeah. And I'm sure it would have been an awkward conversation to have with the next band. Like, hey, can you cut your set short so everyone has a chance to play today? Nobody had the balls to do that. I'm assuming. Because I asked a friend of ours who was there what, (laughs) like how they chose what band was cut. Because there was two bands that won Road to Point Fest. They were supposed to be playing that day. So where do they both play? They both didn't play? one of them did because they had the later set. Were the local bands back-to-back? I think so, but I'm not 100% sure. I don't remember. So you mean to tell me... I'll look up the lineup right now. 
Did, did it? Did they post somewhere what the lineup was? Uh, I don't think. I think you had to get a flyer while you were there. I don't think the the side stage. Well, maybe no. I don't. I don't know. I don't think the they have stage. to post it on their website, right? Hold on. Maybe check it. It was out. on the nineteenth, right? Sure. Are you you, dude? Do you live on Earth? I do, but I don't remember what the what, date what was. What do you know? Not much at all. That's why I'm on here talking to you. Hopefully you can learn me something. Jesus Christ. Hold on. Let's see if I can find it. Um, so you mean to tell me... Come on. They really didn't post the lineup anywhere? Jam base. What's jam base? What were the local bands? The Richters. They are the ones that got cut. And then Amethyst was the one that got to play. I thought Bleach played it. No. So Amethyst played, but you don't know when. So you didn't watch them? So you don't support St. Louis bands? Is that what you're saying? We were already up by the main stage Dude. at that point. Wow. Actually, wow. I think Greek Fire might have been playing while they were playing. So technically, I am supporting local. <laughs> don't even go there. <laughs> don't even. Uh, what number Point Fest is this? I don't know. Why are you asking me dumb Bro, questions? Bro, do you no. pay attention? No. All right, so it's not even on the Wikipedia. I give up. Dude, well, that's shitty. Why wouldn't you go to the um, why wouldn't you go to the points website? I was. The point didn't have anything posted there as far as like who played and what time that day. I thought they would have, but I don't see anything. Oh, you're killing me. Uh uh nope, don't see it. Look I'll go back. All right, let me see what this says. Uh no, it doesn't say anything. Take a shot of Nope. It, I'm over it. So, okay. This bothers me. Okay. And I really want to know who was the band after the band that got cut because there could have been a conversation had. But of course, I would want that conversation to happen because I'm putting myself in the band's position, not in the people who are running the show's position. So here. So I don't want to have that. <laughs> huh. I don't know. So that. So they posted that Point Fest was featuring Shinedown, Seether, Bad Flower, Grandson, Greek Fire, Zero Nine Thirty Six, and John Harvey, and more. Right, I already knew that, dude. So they didn't post all of them. That's weird. Like, why they only left out the local bands, and that might have been it. The local bands, the local bands. Have you listened to Bad Flower? I have. They, if dude, their live show. And sound is so much better than their album. Well, that's good to know. And they are like Nirvana meets 21 Pilots. Uh, of the few songs that I've listened to and purchased, just want to point that out, uh, uh -huh. I would agree with that. Yeah, because you're a nice guy, yeah. apparently. No, I'm a music fan. So anyway, music fans so, buy so, so okay, so, so here's where I was going with that. So the Richters, they got cut. From what I've been told, all they've been promised by being cut was that they will automatically get a spot on Point Fest next year. Oh, good. Who told you that? Uh, a good friend of ours. Did, did the Point tell you that? No, the Point did not. So my my question who told, who told the, the, the good the, friend the, of ours? The, did the Point I, tell the good friend of ours? I don't know, but the the argument is that from what I've been told is that uh. Do you know how hard it is to be a St. Louis band? And it's hard telling if that will they will even be a band again in, or still in a year. Who's making that argument? 
I that's what I was told. That was just our good friend. Who, right. I don't I don't want to name anybody here, but the, our good friend who told me that also yeah. said that also. He may not have yeah. said how hard it is to be a St. Louis band, but he he did say that it's hard telling that with with St. Louis bands, it's hard telling if they would even be a band next year. That's not that's not to downplay them as a band. It's just fair assessment to sure. say that it's hard telling, right? Yeah. So sure. could, basically, if that's true, could that be an empty promise? I guess is what where, where it comes from. And is that enough? Yeah, it's enough. What, what what else should they get? Well, I mean, if you, if you won Road to Point Fest, so your friends and your family are here at Point Fest, ready to ready to see you on maybe the biggest show that you've done. Yeah. And you get cut because of technical issues. I mean, I mean, do you think just saying, "Well, we'll have you back next year" is enough? If you, if you put yourself in those shoes, what do you agree with that? Uh. Well, let me I, just tell you from experience, I, as, as someone who won a battle to play Point Fest and the entire Point Fest was canceled. <laughs> um, Why was it canceled? Uh, Why was it canceled? Do I know this? Chris Cornell died. Oh, yeah. 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 That one. Um, we were not promised the next Point Fest. We were just promised a show of some sort. And we kept getting offers and we turned them down until we felt it was the right one. So instead of playing Point Fest, we ended up playing with Seether at the pageant, which probably was a better show to play. Probably. Was it just was it just you opening for them or was there another band on the bill? <sighs> Shaman's Harvest was on it. Okay. Um, That's still a pretty dope show. But they sold the fucking thing out. I mean, it was a sold out pageant show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, for us, that was, well, we weren't going to get, they didn't say we'll give you the next point for us. That was not an offer made to us. So it was just, we'll make up for this by getting you a show. Had we maybe waited until the next point fest, maybe we could have just said, no, no, we're busy. We're busy. We're busy. And here comes point fest again. Maybe, but that's not, we weren't going to do that. <clears throat> so uh, I think in the end it worked out for us. Maybe. I mean, that was a good show for us. You know? Right. Uh, I don't know. So what about uh, what, what about Battle for Bush? That That's another kind of like Road to Point Fest, right? How, how do you mean? How so? I mean, it's the same concept, right? Isn't it, a, isn't it bands who battle it out uh, probably with the same kind of guidelines on how to win and the, win, the winning band at the end? But, but I don't know. Like, does Battle... Do you know much about Battle for Bush? I know enough to tell you that no, it's not the same as Battle for Point Fest. The prize for winning Battle of Point Fest is playing Point Fest, which is far more beneficial than anything the Battle for Bush winners got. Oh, really? So, in what, my opinion, so yes. what? What is the Battle for Bush winners get? It's been so long. Hold on, dude. You keep forgetting that I'm old and fucking. Uh, well, I know there's one going on today. Like or one of the, oh one of, really one, yeah one of the because uh, I think uh, like Tony Petrinko <laughs> from the Point and some uh, maybe another maybe who was it was it Jeff I don't remember uh, our judges tonight for also judges fuck off each band will receive a cumulative score 
from on-site judges at their Battle at Bush performance, and the top scoring band out of all participating bands from all Battle at Bush 2021 dates will be deemed the overall winner and receive the grand prize. Which uh, is what is the grand? What is the grand prize? Does your band want to perform live at Bush Stadium? It's not. It's it's outside. It's not in the stadium. It's oh, in the it's- terrace, which is a. It's the sound sucks. I've been to plenty of these. I don't want to speak out of turn here, but the sound sucks. It's a million degrees. Nobody cares. It's just not, it's not the same. Uh, Battle, Battle of Bush grand prize. Top scoring band uh, grand prize package that includes the chance for your band to receive a field visit with one band member providing an honorary, honorary pick for a select future Cardinals home game. All-inclusive seats for future Cardinals home games for all. Hey, I don't see the benefit. It is fine. Whatever. I guess if you're a big Cardinals fan, sure. Um, so just in the name and not knowing much about either one, I would have thought that Battle for Bush would have been more beneficial, but you're saying the opposite. You're saying that, Point Fe- that Road to Point Fest is definitely more beneficial. Uh, in my opinion, yes. Yeah. You play Point Fest if you win, dude. Right. You play potentially in front of thousands of people. Right. Uh, if you're a band, that's kind of I throw out a first pitch at a Cardinals game. Great. What the fuck? How does you know? <laughs> speaking of that, no one pays attention hey, to those anyway. Hey, speaking of what? Well, I don't know. Did you pay attention to Conor McGregor's first pitch? I did. How bad was that? Whoo. I don't think it was as bad as some. I, I still think. Well, I mean, 50 of course, there's the a, most embarrassing one of all time. I mean, there's a lot of rough ones, bro. Have you ever picked up a baseball ever? <laughs> like Conor McGregor's big mistake is he was trying to throw a fireball in there. He should have just lobbed it in there. He tried to throw a goddamn fastball, yeah, and it got away from him. Yeah, Fifty Cent. Uh, I mean, dude, <laughs> what did you do during your childhood? How do you not know how to throw a ball? That's bizarre to me. Um, I did see that. Yeah. So back to your question. Yeah. I think the band should wait it out and play the next point fest. Absolutely. Okay. I don't know what that band sounds like. Uh, I, I sure do hope that they can stick around and be a band long enough to play the next point fest because I think it is owed to them. Sure. But if the powers that be were like, Hey, there's a, uh, you know, I'll just throw a name out there. Uh, uh, 21 Pilots is playing the pageant. Want to play it? I think 21 Pilots is too big for the pageant now. What do they play? They play like arenas now, don't they? Bad example. Let me think of somebody else. Uh, Are they really that big? The Struts. The Struts is playing the pageant. Want to play? Sure, we'll play. I don't know. Is 21 Pilots bigger than the pageant? Are they on tour right now? Let's find out. I don't know. 21 Pilots Concerts, 2021. Let's see. I think they are bigger than the pageant, yes. I think they're playing legitimate arenas. Uh, Greek Theater, Los Angeles. The Forum, Los Angeles. House of Blue, Chicago. United Center, Chicago. So that's where the Blackhawks play. So they would be uh, like the Dome here. The TD Garden in Boston. That's where the Celtics and Bruins play. Nationwide Arena, that's where the Columbus Blue Jackets play. Uh, yeah, so they are. Wow. Ask me if they're coming to St. Louis, though. Uh, are they coming to St. Louis? 
Fuck nah. Of course not. I looked up a day to remember too. A day to remember would rather go to Springfield, Missouri, than play St. Louis. I've seen I've seen bands do that. It seems like Kansas City, Springfield, and then bypass. Well, Kansas Louis. City's a given. You should play Kansas City. Yeah, but playing Springfield over St. Louis is absurd. Every venue in St. Louis should go. Why the fuck? How the fuck did we miss out on having a day to remember to Springfield? Right. And I've never heard of the place. You 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 frequent Springfield, right? You're Springfield regular. I'm not. Or is that Cape? I Cape. And I don't frequent there, but I did live there for like two years, so you don't go to Springfield often. Where is Springfield? Is that south? For me, yes. For everyone in the state? Is it south? <laughs> yes. You realize I'm on the border of Illinois, right? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Um <laughs> What is happening? Uh, what is it called? Where the fuck is it at? I got a lot of dates, man. Uh, the O'Reilly Family Event Center. Weird. I'm going to look it up. How many people do you think it holds? Because mm. the day to remember is legitimately all arenas. Oh, it's at Drury University. That makes sense. That makes sense. So it's probably where their basketball team plays. Okay. I mean, that's that's it's, I'm sure it's going to be neat. I wonder if it's a dry show because it's at a college. Yeah, possibility. You think so? Possibility. That's a bummer. <laughs> uh, why can't I? F- oh, it uh, occupy thirty six hundred people. That's a small arena. That is a small arena compared to some of the other places they're playing. Well, maybe not. Are there any other shows coming to St. Louis that you're interested in? Or coming to Missouri that you're interested in here? Can't think of any. Not off the top of my head. Let's look it up. Why are there some you're you're I, I you got your eye on? No, I don't really. Would you have would, if if somebody would have given you a ticket? Oh, fuck, you, POD was tonight. Oh, it pops I too, wanted, right? Damn I kinda it. wanted to go to that. That would have been a great show. Just because. Uh so far, no, I'm not seeing anything. Am I right? That's at Pops? Yes. Dude. And they were actually the example I used. Like, they should play Red Flag. Oh, the Struts, they're playing the pageant October 5th. I made that up. <laughs> What's that band called? The Richters? They should get that show. I swear to God I made that up. They're playing the pageant on October 5th. That doesn't, uh, sound, doesn't it sound like the Richters and the Struts should be touring together? Absolutely. Should 100%. That's why I said it. Um, the village people are playing River City Casino. Is that a, is that legit? Or is it the original what? village people? I couldn't make that up if I tried, dude. Is that the original village people? Uh, they could probably just substitute yes. whenever they want, right? They, I don't think anyone knows who the original <laughs> village people are. You put them in the costume and you say, go do YMCA. 100 times because that's the only song people know about you. Uh-huh. Um, what the stone? Melissa Etheridge is playing The Factory. I'm interested in The Factory, man. People keep saying that it's an awesome place. Uh, that's what I've heard, too. I've seen pictures. It looks cool. I don't know. Local H is playing The Duck Room. I would definitely go to Hell that. Hell yeah, dude. That would be awesome. I love The Duck Room. I haven't, I haven't, Seriously, the I haven't most underrated there. club in St. Louis. I have not been it's there. It's my favorite to play by far. 
I have not been there, but I would love to see Local H. Um, on stage sound, it's the best sound I've ever had ever wow. in any show I've played in any city. And wow. I, I'm not exaggerating. Um, I so far, no, no shows that I would go to other than local H I'm going to keep going. I'm yeah. all the way into the middle of, Oh, thrice is playing pops. I do want to go to that. Who else is on that? I know there's somebody else on that. I might is that, take time to look that up. is that a small venue for thrice? Nah, no, really? Not these days. Nah. 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 Hmm. In this moment is playing the factory. Weird. Why is that weird? I don't know. Isn't the factory a bigger place? I, I don't know how many it seats. Is the factory Skillet big? is playing the pageant. Interested? No. Doesn't sound like it. I'll take silence as a no. I've seen Skillet uh, once. I've seen I've them at a, what was it called? It was so, it was something at the arch. It, all the bands that played were underneath the arch. Skillet headlined. Flyleaf played. Is it a Christian show? Yeah, it was. Um, who was the other? There was another band on there too. And I can't remember who it was. Ludo was playing the pageant on October 28th. Yeah, that's right. It's a Haludoween. Yeah, they do that every year. Yeah, that doesn't really work. Just call it something else. Born of Osiris <laughs> is playing Pops. Who? <laughs> I knew you wouldn't know who that was. God, you bother me. No, I didn't even know. Uh, they're, the, they're, I, they're, I didn't hear the word you said. Born of Osiris. Okay, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Okay. Um, uh, dude, how many fucking Halloween shows is Ludo playing? Where else are they playing? We got it. Are they playing several at the pageant? Suspect is playing the pageant on Halloween. You like that band? I their hits are okay. Do they have hits? Well, yeah. Have we talked about them on this podcast before? I feel like we have. I don't remember if we have. Maybe not. Do you have a story? <laughs> no. Oh. The singer's chest tattoos are cute. <laughs> Wear a regular shirt. No one cares. Um, what about R. Kelly? Is he playing anywhere anytime soon? Nope. No. Nope. He's, not com- he's not coming to St. Louis. He's he's not, but he's still on Spotify. I mean, we're over an hour into the show. I figure we may as well talk about one thing that we talked about pro- pre-show nah. that we would talk. About. I'm trying to find a show for you to go to. How about Thundercat? <laughs> no thanks. I'm good. Do you know who Thundercat is? No. Bad Religion and Alkaline Trio. That's a good one. Okay. Probably not up your alley, but you should go anyway and get educated to good punk rock. Ice Nine Kills is playing Pops. Do you know who that is? I do. Okay. Silver Sun Pickups. I saw that band at Stiefel. One of the more boring shows I've ever been to. I was just going to say, if Um, you tell me you were like a big fan, it would have surprised me. No, I'm not. I'm not. I appreciate, but no, definitely not. I there's, was so bored. There's like two songs um, that they have that I really like, but other than that, I'm I only kidding. know the one, and it's because it it's in, I swear to God, it was because I used to work in a mall, they and it was in every mall store ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what it's called. Um, Daughtry's coming, dude, to the factory. I know you're going to that. 
I seen Daughtry okay. once. They op- he opened up for Three Doors Down. Oof. Oof. You're not a Three Doors Down fan? No. I'm sorry for you. Why? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. The first record that they put out, the one with Kryptonite and all that shit, yep. every song could have been on the radio. Yeah. Every song. Yeah. It is a catchy record. However, there are things about them that I just can't get behind. So, no, I'm not a fan. Um, are you, are you going to elaborate here or no? Nah. Tech Nine. It's playing Pops on November 28th. Really? You're a Tech Nine fan. I am. Jelly Roll is playing The Factory. No, thanks. Do you know who that is? I do. Evanescence and Hailstorm at Chaffetz. <laughs> I shouldn't hate. I shouldn't hate. Cause... It's because they're women, right? <coughs> huh? It's because they're women, right? That's why you're hating? I mean, I mean, I was doing that to be funny, but I shouldn't hate on Evanescence because I, I play with them and it's still to this day one of the best shows I've ever been a part of. Isn't it Isn't it Hailstorm? Or not Hailstorm. Um, Evanescence that brooke royal toured with i think so uh, i think so i know they toured with stain i don't know about evanescence um but uh yeah it was like it was just bizarre because it was like the first time like little girls went ape shit <laughs> over any band i've ever been in and it was weird but like not like oh some people like little girls screaming like and i was like what the fuck and like we you know sold out of merch and like it was like a it was a weird experience but awesome so i should not hate on them i take everything <laughs> the snore back uh star set is playing delmar hall i would actually go to that i would definitely go to that delmar hall really when uh that is december 10th dude i might buy tickets for that there is a health check so you better get vaccinated well i mean or show a negative COVID test. Mm-hmm. Gwar is playing Pops. I think that's the only place they play in St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> Never play anywhere else. <laughs> they throw shit into the crowd. <laughs> what do you expect? Um, Circus Survive is playing the pageant. Motion City Soundtrack is playing the pageant. While those are somewhat intriguing, I don't know if I would go. All right. So I'm all, I'm all the way into February. So did I gave you a few, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. So R. Kelly. Uh, he's going to jail. Oh, Imagine Dragons. Can't forget about that. Enterprise you know, Center. It still blows my mind back from when we had Joel Colby on our show. And we talked about the fact that Imagine Dragons played the Firebird. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. Dude, that whole, that place holds like 60 people. And half of those people are in the line to get beer while the band's playing. While that line is also in the middle of the crowd. And now they are playing the biggest venue in St. Louis. And what what do you think the what the, how many years between that? When do you think Imagine Dragons played the Firebird? Did he actually say that? I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember? It wasn't that long. Look, I saw them at the pageant. This is right after, uh, 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 
what's the song radioactive blew up um not like right after but probably a couple months after so radioactive has already taken off they're 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 on the radio you know uh, as far as a rock band goes everyone knows who they are and i remember the dude saying on stage and and this was like the true testament to me really like getting gaining respect for them as i took a buddy who he's a bigger hater than I am when it comes to music, man. Like he, he's a very, very particular guy when it comes to, to music, especially live music. Um, and he was into it. He's like, dude, this fucking band's really good. Like he just kept saying that he wasn't overly excited, you know, wasn't rocking <laughs> out, but he just kept looking at me. He's like, dude, this band's really good. But then the band lost them. Cause they were like, yeah, you know, the singer was like, yeah, we've been, uh, we want to thank everybody. Get, you know, you have every front man has to have the speech. That one little speech they gave to get the crowd, like the I want to thank the crowd and get everybody revved up. So he was like, "Yeah, I want to thank everybody." Uh, it's been a long, hard road, man. It's been a long three years. It's been a long journey. And he said that he said like the three. And my buddy looked at me. He goes, three fucking years." Jesus, what's this guy talking about? He's like, "Bands do it for like ten before anything happens." Right? Like, Fuck this guy. So my friend immediately became a hater. He's like, "I don't fucking I don't like him anymore." Uh, so uh, the Firebird probably was what three years before. That? Wow. I've been, th- I've been thinking about that a lot lately. I was actually talking to a buddy of mine the other day about like Papa Roach and like there, there's bands that it, they, they were in a certain era of music that let them pop as hard as they did. And then, but you know, like imagine dragons, if they were around 15, 20 years ago, do you think they would have made a bit as big of an impact as they have? I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, I think their sound, well, let me think about it. Yeah, I think so. Really? Dude, they just have good songs, man. Those are those are good. At the end of the day, good pop songs. Radioactive, not so much. I think Radioactive put them on the rock alternative map, mm-hmm. especially with rock radio. But then they brought out the what? what the what's the other song? The other two singles on that record, you know, uh, those were pop songs, dude. Is natural like on legitimate that? pop songs? natural is, huh? that, is natural is that on that album let me look it up because i don't own the album so yeah i don't and know then speak what's, out of... what's that thunder song well that was later but that that, that for sure that for sure is a pop song yes um where's the discography come on damn it uh night visions 2012 yeah sync so radioactive demons demons is demons, the one yeah 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 Dude, that's that's a that's a pop song, good song. So it says it has. They had five singles apparently. Radioactive, it's time. I don't know that. Hear one. me, demons, and on top of the world. I can't recall the the I ones other than demons and radioactive, but apparently they were singles. I know there were several other ones on other albums though. Like Nat, like I said, Natural was a, a big one. That Thunder song. Yeah. And it seems like there's another one I'm missing. But I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Uh yeah, man. I mean It's kind of weird though. How many records did this sell? It's a whole lot. Right? How do I find it? Platinum. Uh where is somebody see? United States. God, two point <laughs> Wait, it says certified seven times platinum. 
certified units slash sales 2.5 million. What does that mean? I don't that's know. That's not seven times platinum. Either way, that sold a shit ton. Uh, so they're coming. I would go to that. I'm not going to lie. I could go to that and have a good time. I'd like to. I mean, I don't listen to them, but or anymore, I should say. I mean, I like some of those old singles. Like if they come on just randomly and be like, oh, yeah, I remember this shit. Pearl Jam's coming, but the date is two, TBA. Tool just got announced. I did see that. I can't think of anything I want to go to less. <laughs> Airborne Toxic Event. I didn't even know they were still a band. I've heard of them. I don't know what they sing. That's, yeah. Uh, that's funny you say that. You don't know what they sing. Why? And it's just funny that when people say stuff like that. Justin Bieber's coming. The weekend's coming. I say we get your RV, pack that shit up full of food and booze, and go to Justin Bieber and tailgate. I would totally do that. Let's do it. Would you really? If I had a place to plug in, we're good to go. I don't know if there will be a place at the Enterprise Center. I don't know. Like RV and camper are two different things. Which do you have, or do you have both? I have a camper. Oh, okay. Well, that's the same thing. <laughs> we'll just... Uh, we'll just <laughs> forget it. Um, I would totally do it, though. That'd be fun. Before we get out of here... Uh-huh. Who's more fucked right now? R. Kelly or John Jones? Hmm... I'm going to say R. Kelly because he's already been sentenced and John Jones gets a slap on the wrist for everything that he does. Who has more to lose? Ugh. John Jones. You think? Well, R. Kelly's in his 50s. Yeah. You know, he's lived a life. John Jones is still, what, 32, 33. Still. Isn't it crazy that he's still that young? But not only that, but still considered one of the best in the world. He still hasn't lost. Yeah. Technically. He has the disqualification loss, but I really, the way that Daniel Cormier put it, and we can end on this, I guess, but the way that Daniel Cormier put it, the, the reason that he's still the way he is is because he hasn't lost. So, he's like, if I had beaten him or if Chael Sonnen had beaten him or if someone else had beaten him, I think he would learn from his mistakes, but he's still on top of the world. He still thinks he's untouchable. It's a good point to make, dude. Who knows what kind of dude he is if he, I mean, look, look, if he look, loses it, to Daniel it, Cormier in that second fight, right? Because there was that big buildup, like, I did coke before I fought you. Da, 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 da. And everyone glorified that. I kind of thought it was douchey. I was like, bro, why are you saying that? Like, it, I didn't think it was cool. I didn't think it was funny. I was like, that's kind of douchey to me. To me, it's just making a mockery. Of, but nonetheless, imagine if Daniel Cormier had beaten him. Who is John Jones now if he loses that fight? Because he keeps saying he's on a redemption. Every time he fucks up, he goes, he'll post a picture of himself in the gym. I post a video of himself in the gym and he's like, I'm on, I'm on a new road, like re road to redemption. Like, no, you're not, bro. You're just making excuses. So, so for anybody, I mean, I guess we got to explain this real quick. Uh, John Jones, did you watch the video that I sent you of Chael Sonnen talking about all this? Well, I actually saw some of that before you even sent it to me. I haven't seen the whole video, but he even made a great point about it too. Yeah. So basically. Give, give us, give us Chael's point. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, so if anybody doesn't know, like who follows John Jones, basically John Jones got inducted. Was it just his fight that got inducted into the hall of fame? It was right with, with Gustafson. 
Justice fight with Gustafson. Okay, yes. so he got inducted. He comes back to the hotel room at like one o'clock in the morning. He gets ten grand, and then he go, says he's going to the club. Comes back at like five a.m. And apparently, we, nobody knows exactly what happened because there's no camera in the room. But his wife comes out with a bloody lip, blood on her shirt, blood on the bed, and her and one of his kids goes down to the security guard and tries to get a key card changed for their room. Assumption on that is is that they she wants to get back in the room and doesn't want John Jones to be able to get back in there. They arrest John Jones in the parking lot. He tells the cops he wonders how many cops he can take on at once, and then he smashes his own head into a cop car and putting a dent in the cop car. This is a weird situation. I I don't I don't know is it. I mean, I don't, I don't know. So, so like for him, is it weird? So, so it's like, a weird situation. I mean, okay. So like the, the domestic violence part of him hitting his wife, if, if that's what happened, we don't, we really don't know what happened, but allegedly yeah. if he hit his wife, there can't be any charges unless his wife files right against him for it. Yeah. So if she doesn't, he's free and clear there. So basically sure. The biggest thing that he could have against him right now is the headbutt that he did to a car that put a dent in it. And apparently that's based off of what it costs to fix the car. So if it costs $500, anything more than $500 is a felony. Anything below $500 is a misdemeanor. Yeah. So if we look at it from Dana White's perspective and UFC's perspective, what do you do? He's had He's been suspended several times for different things. And, you know, the, the fact that he ran into a pregnant woman and then ran back to grab something out of the, the vehicle and took off running from a hit and run. And then this, this happens too. The, the point Chael Sonnen made was there's a lot of people that are putting pressure on Dana White to m- release John Jones. He won't. Point being, why though? Why, why they, they think that's going to punish him, but it's really not. Because UFC controls when he fights. He yeah. doesn't have any fights on the record. With UFC, you don't get endorsements. Venom is the endorsement for the UFC. That's basically it. So at this point, he's not making any money. So if he has more contracts, or if he has a contract that says that he has more fights on or with the UFC, until he fights those out, he's not going to make any money. Well, maybe. But if they release him and he goes and signs with Bellator, now he's got endorsements, he's making money off of fights and everything else. Sure. So I think it's I, I think it's smart if they if they do keep him. But I, I was well, they're I, going to. But I also thought I also thought about something earlier. You know how like in football, uh, say, say NFL, if sometimes if a team wants to trade a player to another team, the other team has to buy out their contract. Is that a thing in like UFC? Have you ever heard of anything like that? I don't think it's ever happened, right? Right. I wonder if that could be a thing ever. Like say Bellator thought that John Jones could be a name and they don't care about his record and everything. And they said, I, if he's got two fights left on his contract, I'm going to buy out his contract and they bring him over to Bellator Would would Dana White release him. I mean, it's possible, but I don't think he will. He Harry stated that like he he kind of danced around the question when somebody asked that, like you thinking about releasing him, and it was sort of like, uh, you know, 
oh, we have a lot of guys that do a lot of things. We're dealing with a lot. So that was like his answer. I'm like, oh, that's a terrible answer, but <laughs> he doesn't want to release him, dude. Yeah. He doesn't. I mean, he's still, I, he's still sells it's hard, it's hard to say, buys, but, though, too, right? I mean, huh? I said he still sells pay per view buys. <laughs> ah, fuck all that, dude. It's not, I don't think it's, I think it's less about pay per views. It's just more about, you, it's, it's going to be hard to justify releasing the goat, you know, arguably the goat. Yeah. For alleged things. Is he a fuck up? Sure. I think that's, a, I think that should be on everyone's radar by now that he is a fuck up, but to what extent does he get to be a fuck up and keep his job? Right. I don't condone any of his behavior. I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm, I mean, but do you consider him the goat? I mean, when we're talking about skills. Yeah, probably. But and that—that's what—that's what, what kind of sucks, right? Is like to not oh, yeah. condone any of the behavior outside <laughs> of the octagon, but when he's in there, you have confidence that he's going to come out with his hand raised. I mean, can you really think of anyone else in any sport that's been this self-destructive? That at the time they were this self-destructive, they really were considered if not the greatest, one of the top three greatest of all time in their sport? Not really. Fucking OJ murdered somebody after he retired. But, you know, but, but it's weird because like the, the goats in most other sports, it's like a discipline (laughs) thing, you know, like it's, they are the goat for a certain reason. So it's almost like John Jones. I mean, of course he trains hard, but he's got, it's just like the skill, the skill is born with him. Kinda. Does right? he train hard? We're talking about a guy who admitted to doing coke two weeks out of a fight. I don't. I've never done coke. I don't know what that does for you. Well, uh, what it does is not really. <laughs> the, I don't know if that's really the issue here. Um, but uh, yeah, I, you can't really in any other sport think about. You know, like I was thinking about that today. <clears throat> you know, who? What other? You know, Daryl Stra- Daryl Strawberry, for instance, was very self-destructive at a certain time, and he was really on top of baseball. Mm-hmm. But it was such a short amount of time. You know, John Jones has been at this for what? How many years? I don't know. Like I said, OJ was great when he played, but he was self-destructive after he retired. I think you know there are a lot of guys who didn't really get to be that, but I'm mean, thinking like Len Bias died before he could really anyone could really see. People predicted him to be one of the best players of all time in the NBA, but he didn't make it. Well, this he is got some- drafted and then died. I mean, this is something we haven't really seen before, too, because this is a solo sport. Like, you know, any well, any other sure. any other sport, you know, you can have somebody who's a fuck-up and still other teams might grab them because it's a team sport. And they, you know... There, but-, but, yeah, it's just, it's so different because, again, he is really considered one of the best. Like, I, there, are, there are several boxers who you know, have gone down these same sort of self-destructive patterns, but it's way later in their career. And to be honest with you, they were good for when they fought. They may have won some titles, but they were never considered to be one of the best of all time. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Anyway. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Sad, man. It is. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm not a fan. I, I can't support him anymore. It's just too much. It's just too much. Too much, too much speculation needs to be done to even be a fan and like want to see him fight. How, how I, just don't, it, I don't have the energy. How long has it been since his last fight? It's been over a year, right? 
uh, what was his last fight? Uh, I don't remember. What was his last fight? Uh, Dominic Reyes was his last fight. So yeah, well over a year. And that was light heavy, right? Yeah. And he was supposed to be going up to heavy. We'll see. Who knows? Did you see the pictures? He's yeah. definitely gaining some weight in his face. I think he's gaining. I think he's gaining the weight, or quite a bit. Is that puffiness from booze? That dude, he must have been tanked. He looked shit faced. Yeah, maybe. And from someone who he did go to the club with ten grand, so <laughs> I know drunk eyes when I see him. I've I've been there plenty of times before. That those that that was the face of a man who was shit faced. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let's get out of here. <laughs>